What's up there, good buddies? Welcome to the 1917 review episode. Uh, that's it for the intro. Short, but to the point. So, you know, go ahead and we'll start the intro music. So Jordan from the future, who's going to be editing this in a couple hours or so, go ahead, hit, hit the music thing. Now, please. This is awkward. No one likes this. Start the music. All right, so welcome. If you stuck around after that very weird intro, this is the 1917 Review. Quick little insert for the beginning of the episode. There is spoilers in this review. Be alarmed, there are spoilers for 1917. I forgot to say at the beginning of my video, so I'm going to... Do a little editing and put this in at the beginning like like it never happened. I mean, like it actually happened. Don't tell no one. This is really creepy that I'm whispering like this. I'm going to stop. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, I saw this movie a couple, about a week ago. I'm a little late. No, wait, no, I saw it last weekend. That was about a week ago. <laughs> but uh, it's been with me this whole time. I've written down my thoughts. I've kept them there, remembering what I felt when I was in the cinema. And uh, it's a good movie. Really solid film overall. You know what I mean? I'm not going to... I'll get into the details, but uh, directed by Sam Mendes. Uh, it had a huge box office weekend. It was released uh, limited, I believe, in November, maybe December. As just so it can get in it, you know, to the awards and whatnot. So, you know, they had to do all that whole, that whole thing. But then it was released everywhere, January, a couple weeks ago, worldwide. And it had a, it won its weekend. Pretty big, pretty big box office take, intake, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 37 million, I believe. Um, for January release, that's pretty, it's pretty huge. Uh, not a whole lot of movies come out in January that make a lot of money. That's why you mostly see like kind of weird comedies and just things nobody wants to see. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people do, but nobody sees it. And that's unfortunate sometimes. Anywho, let's get into the meat of the review. Let's really dig into this thing. Really sorry. I'm trying to be normal, but yet, I don't know. What is normal? Anyway. We'll start with the direction. Directed by Sam Mendes, as I previously stated. Uh, he directed Skyfall. Just an incredible action movie. James Bond movie. Uh, probably my favorite James Bond movie. It's real, well, it's close between that one and Casino Royale. Some of the older ones, you know, they're fun and like, oh, nostalgia. But it, they're goofy and weird sometimes. But uh, yeah, he directed Skyfall and American Beauty. I have not seen American Beauty. But I know it's a big one. A lot of people reference that when talking about Sam Mendes. So here I am doing the same thing, but I have not seen it. So I can't give you my overall thoughts on it, but I hear good things. So the movie 1917, it is shot like it is all one take. It is meant to be that way. It's meant to feel that way. You get this sweeping kind of camera at all times. It is always moving with the actors or not always, but well, I guess, yeah, it's moving with who it wants to be moving with. Um, when it breaks down to two characters, you know, it follows one while the other kind of just shows up in the background. It's, it's done really well. There are obvious takes, are obvious cuts, of course, because you can't shoot a movie. 
Well, maybe you can, but they probably didn't. Um, there are obvious cuts in the movie where you can see where they cut <laughs> and edited to fit. But, I mean, it's done really well. You know, I mean, unless you're absolutely looking for it, you're not going to see it. It's not going to be super obvious. So, I mean, it's it's great <laughs> for, you know, a lot of people try to do these one-take, uh, you know, sequences. And usually they're really, really cool, but they're always kind of short. But for a movie to do it kind of all for the whole entire film... Something I haven't seen yet. Maybe somebody has done it and I just didn't pay attention to it then, but now I've seen it. But now I see it in this one and it's really cool. Sorry, I mean, I'm not going to be all eloquent and try to be like, so when I have this feeling of, you know, I don't know what that was, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm just going to say things like, oh, that was cool and that was super neato. Probably not going to say that, but you know, I mean, I'm going to talk like a normal human being and not try to sound like a pretentious jerk um <laughs> no offense uh the action the action is small but it is visceral it is intense it's so cool and the whole movie plays like uh like an intense thriller rather than it being like a big budget war movie a lot of explosions and huge action set pieces it's really more of like a it's a smaller story just presenting a bigger with a bigger problem <laughs> and it's uh it's just very well crafted each, you know, the, the intense moments are intense. They're, they do their job well. And, the, you know, it syncs up with the music and everything just kind of comes together in these moments of, like, just visceral action, like I said already. And it's so cool. And then it kind of calms down and you get these beautiful moments that seem beautiful, but they're actually really horrific. Um, but when the action is big, you know, the, the kind of the end, end piece it is, it's big. It's pretty grand. You know, it's an amazing shot um, sequence. It's actually, it was actually shown in the trailer. So when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, I saw that in the trailer. Kind of ruined it almost. But then when you're watching the movie, it's on a grander scale and you're involved with the character. So it works well. It works better than just, you know, a trailer where you kind of know what's going on. But I mean, <laughs> you get what I mean. It's just better in the movie. Even though you saw it in the trailer, it's not like some of these spoilers that you see in it and you're like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. It's not in the trailer. They just ruined the movie for me. Ugh. It was. <laughs> I don't know where these impressions are coming from. But it wasn't that. I mean, I didn't feel that way. I remember seeing it in the trailer. I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw it in the movie. Oh, that's even, even cooler. Wow. That was neato. So the cinemato cinematography is another thing I want to talk about. Done by Roger Deakins. De Deakins? Dinkins? Dinkins Roger? Uh, <laughs> he did movies like uh, No Country for Old Men, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. One of the reasons is the cinematography. So, and he also did it for Scott. He works with Sam Mendes, I think, a lot. But, beautiful. I mean, it had that, that Deakins feel. It really did. I mean, it was... I didn't 100% know it was him until I was watching it. I was like, this seems like a Roger Deakins movie. Like, he did it, didn't he? And then I saw the credit at the end. I was like, yep, I was right. I'm kind of smart. <laughs> but it had that feel to it. But it was also kind of the, you know, you got the oneer feel to it. So it was different. And, you know, but like when the outside scenes happen, it's kind of a little blown out because it has to be. I don't know. Maybe it didn't have to be. Maybe that's just a choice they made afterwards. But either way. It felt like his kind of movie, and it was really well done. 
especially the night, the night scenes in the city where the only light source is a fire and you just got that warm glow and like silhouettes. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> so well done. Classic Deacons. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Oh, well, it's not like he's going to hear this and be like, oh, my goodness. Sue that man. <laughs> and he's nominated. I mean, this movie's nominated for 10 Oscars, which I don't know, depending on how you feel about awards and the Oscars themselves could mean absolutely nothing. Could mean everything. We don't know. <laughs> it's all to your perception and how you grade movies, I guess. To me, they used to mean a lot, but now I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're just sometimes they're pandering. Sometimes they're not. I don't really know <laughs> anymore. But still, to see accolades and stuff like that given to people who earn them, and I don't want to get into the listening, but nominated for a lot. I think about 10, 10 Oscars it's got nominated for. Best Picture, Director, Cinematography. So that's cool. So uh, the next next thing I want to tell I always tend to talk about, I don't think anybody else really talks about music as much as I do, when because to me, music, the film score, as opposed to just the, the music used in the movie, which also can be very well done, um, is a huge part of it. It helps with the emotion, helps with the the cell of the fantasy, the cell of the, the film, the storytelling ability is enhanced with the music. And in this case, done by Thomas Newman. Great. I mean, and at times it's, again, it's smaller because the story is smaller. It has these little suspenseful moments that build and build and you feel the tension and then it dives into its the, the, the set piece and then it's grand and big and sweeping. And it's beautiful. It's the kind of music I love. This whole, this whole, the whole vibe you're going to get from this review is that, well, it'll be explained at the end if you stick around. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the music is good. Suspenseful when you need it to be, big and sweeping when it needs to be. Nothing too crazy over the top, experimental, fits the mood well, does its job. Which, I mean, you know, might, hearing that, you might think, oh, well, I want something that's unique and. And, and it's it's bold and out there. Well, then good for you. That's not me. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't mind it. It works well with some things. Something like this, it doesn't. So I didn't want something bold and unique and crazy out there. I mean, it's unique in what it is. It has to be. Otherwise, people should be like, you're just ripping off this movie. So, I don't know. Take it how you will. I enjoyed the music. I thought it was really well done. Thomas Newman's always, to me, he's been kind of, he's a little plain at times, but this one is, it's different and it's better to me. I guess it is a little more unique. That was a bit of a weird ramble. So what a better segue into the script and the plot. <laughs> so weird. I don't know what's with me lately, but it was written by Sam Mendes, a co-written by Sam Mendes and Christy. Wilson Carnes, I don't know how to say her last name. I don't even know if I said her first name right. Only one I got right was Wilson. So, the thing I love most about this movie comes from the, the overall script and plot of it is that it's a simple, straightforward, classic, cinematic story. No politics, no nonsense. Just a great story. It's just telling story of courage and perseverance 
and you know the horrors of war no matter what you know what, what it is you follow this these characters into these moments and then they're they're you're with them and that's why you love this this type of storytelling is that because you're involved with the characters that's why the 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 one shot is so well done is because you're literally following them most of the time they're talking and there's some of these great moments that are beautiful and simple like when they're they walking through like a little uh like blossom trees and he's just talking about like one of the leads is just talking about like oh you know my family knows this, there's all kinds of different trees and they're just explaining it and you know just a few minutes later spoilers sorry if i'd say it's the beginning of the thing but spoilers for this entire movie go watch it if you want to watch it i'm about to spoil some stuff i will actually record another segment saying spoilers in this just so i don't get yelled at by the off chance that one person listens to this so anyway they're walking through the trees and then moments later a couple moments i'll say it's real quiet and everything's kind of calm and there's just big kind of sequence where a plane crashes by them see enemies plane they help the guy out and they're like oh no no we got to help this guy or the one of the, the leads he's like oh we got to help this guy that's not cuz one's like let's put him out of his misery and the other guy's like no get him some water so the main lead runs and tries to get some water it follows the lead and then all of a sudden you hear just in the background no no don't the camera pans with the lead and we see the german soldier stabbing the other character, I mean, his name is Blake. And it's like a quick moment and you don't really have time to react to it because, you know, that's how the other, the lead, Schofield, he reacts that way too. And he just kind of runs over, shoots, shoots the German soldier twice. And then it's just kind of like this moment where you're like, wait, what? What? No, that guy's one of the lead characters. He's likable and fun to be around. He can't die. And it is a horrific death. It's so... So sad, so like just because he gets stabbed and he bleeds like he's bleeding like crazy and you just see his face, his body just turns pale. And he tells like, oh, it's just it's just one of those moments in war movies, you know what I mean? It's just so sad and so heartbreaking and you know that it happened so many times like for reals, for realsies. And you just gotta be like, wow. You know, and you're watching in a movie, you're kind of like, ah, entertainment. But in those moments, you know, how do you, how do you write them? How do you get your actors to perform those moments? And they do it so well in this. That I, I mean, I, I didn't like break down and cry, but I did, did kind of like it resonates with you, and you're just like, geez, that was super intense without it being like over the top or flashy about it and then it's quickly move on like and, that's, and you might think oh that's a pacing thing they shouldn't do that. they should allow it and it does sit with you you sit there because the character doesn't like because like i said you're going with the character you're involved with him so you're feeling what he's feeling that being skullfield the main the lead um and as he's going from these moments to the next he still feels it um, as he gets a ride with other soldiers and, you know, they're get stuck in the mud and he's just, he's got this intensity to him now. And he's, you know what I mean? Like they're, they, they feel now so upset 
And so he's trying to get everybody to push the, the truck out of the mud and he's yelling and everyone's just like, calm down. But he's like, no, I have to do this. I have to do this. And because, you know, now I just lost my friend and uh, it's just so well done. Again, the pace pacing is on point. Yeah. <laughs> so the entire, like the entire movie is paced well. Uh, you know, has these, has these brief, really beautiful, sweet moments. Uh, one I mentioned earlier, just about them talking about trees in the trees. <laughs> and then, uh, another when he's in the city, um, it's a burnt down city. Like I said, it's one of those more beautiful sequences cause it's really dark, but you get that warm glow from the, the fire sources and whatnot. And he goes into a wooden building and he runs into a, a young French woman and she has a child. It's not her child, but there's a child there and he's just Schofield. He's just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like here, here, here's, here's everything I have, like food and rations and whatnot. Take care of the, the baby. And she's like, oh, and there's another moment. He gets milk just by chance. He, you know, they, they're on a little farm and he gets some milk. He pours it in his cantina cause he couldn't, he ran out of water for other reasons. It's all, all connected. <laughs> so he has milk in his cantina and then she's like, oh, you know, I can't feed the baby any of this. She needs milk. And he's just like, oh. and he hands her the cantina and she smells it. And she's like, wow, like what? Like, what? what? <laughs> it's kind of how you feel when you're watching. Cause like I said, you're involved with this character. Great storytelling. You are on the journey with the character, whether it's from their point of view, from, you know, third person point of view, it's just, you got to get people engrossed in the the character before you can tell the story well. So that's what this movie does. And so he has that beautiful moment, sweet moment, and he's kind of talking to the baby, and it's so calm and beautiful. And then he hears the, the clock tower go off, and she's like, it's morning, you can't go out there, they're going to see you. He goes out there because he has to. It's his duty. <laughs> So he has, you know, he's got something he's got to do and he goes out there. So that sweet, beautiful moment is followed by a horrific moment where he chokes a guy out quietly while the drunk German officer wanders in the background. And that sequence, again, another haunting moment. But it is shot so well with the silhouettes and, you know, oh, it's just done very, very well done. So you have those moments that are small and sweet followed by these terrible, tragic, horror, not horror, war movie moments. Again, you know, he's floating down the river. He just escaped this huge, this kind of intense action moment, and it's really cool, but then he jumps in the river, another cut, <laughs> and then he's kind of floating, passing out. This, I mean, when you think about it, this guy's running on pure adrenaline because he hasn't eaten anything. It's been like 24, it's 24 hours, I think, the whole cycle from beginning of the movie to the end. And he's just on pure adrenaline, this guy. And he's been shot at. He's been shot. He's missed up his hand. He's, he's had almost an entire bunker collapse on him. And he's just kind of floating on the river. And he's passing out and waking up. And there's this moment of just beauty where the cherry blossoms are falling into the water. And it looks really nice. And it's a great moment. But then it's followed by him having to climb over bloated corpses that have washed up into the river so he can get to the shore. And I remember sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, you imagine, like, oh, like, the, the, the smell, like you just, 
<laughs> just, just thinking about that, like it was so calm and beautiful for a moment. And then it's just like back down to reality. I'll remember there's dead bodies everywhere and you have to climb over them. So <laughs> there's plenty of, there's a couple more moments like that. Those are the ones that stood out to me. And I just, uh, it's classic cinematic storytelling at its finest. And that's why I think a lot of people have liked it. And a lot of people have enjoyed it because like I said, there's no politics, no nonsense, nothing like that. Just sit down and enjoy. Uh, so that's what I did. I very, I very much loved it because of how, how it was, how it was that like everything felt neat and well done. Since it's just that's the simplest, most kind of, I don't know, just a simple way of me for me to put it. But like, like I'm not like I'm not gonna go off on some weird thirty word you know adjective adjective. Jeez, I'm not gonna go off on some weird you know talk about it's. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, look, I'm a simple guy. I like. But I know what I like in a movie, and I know how to like. I can articulate it sometimes. Sometimes I lose my train of thought. But anyway, I'm doing that right now. 1917, definitely go watch it. Um, if you're into you know just classic cinematic stuff, those kind of stories, those kind of movies where you're taken on a journey with the character, and you're allowed to feel the things that they feel and be a part of these moments that are good and sweet, and then also just incredibly tragic and terrible. And you just kind of go through those motions with him. It's really good. It's really well done. <laughs> I'm kind of winded because... <sighs> but anyway, and then the action, the, the end sequence is done well. Again, like I said, it was in the trailer, but it was still so much better because you went on this journey with his character and now you're just like, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> I would yell a little more, but I'm not sure if like my the neighbors can hear. Any hoodly doodly. So... Definitely go watch 1917. I highly recommend it. It's a good buddy flick. I think I found my rating system. It's either a good buddy or not. But I kind of like to put things in between too, so I'm not sure. Anyway, get a good buddy and uh, go check out the movie 1917. All right, so that was my review of 1917. Again, it wasn't the most articulate or the most, you know, the smartest of reviews i'm not real snooty about it i just tend to kind of give them like little put little bullet points for me to remember to talk about these things and i kind of go off of those and then sometimes i ramble and forget a word and say oh yeah it was cool so forgive me if i'm not the most eloquent of speakers you already know that if you listen to the podcast regularly but on that note very very sad note let's end this episode Again, you can follow the, the podcast at JordanJBTalk on Instagram. It's the only place I really have it. Uh, you can listen on Anchor, FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, some other ones I can't remember, but they're on there. So yeah, more stuff coming up. I promise you more and more and more and more as I, I do have a job now, but like a real job, legit job. <laughs> and so I'm kind of preoccupied with that a little bit, but once I kind of get a better schedule and um, just a feel for everything, I'll have a better grasp on when I can release episodes. 
sorry this outro is taking so long to end, but I, uh, you know, kind of, again, forget what I'm talking about. But again, please do, uh, you know, give me some feedback. Do you, do you want more reviews? Do you want less reviews? Do you want no episodes at all? Do you want me to kind of go away? Uh, those all seem very negative, but they could help out on a lot. In a lot. My gosh. I just cannot talk. They help out a lot. I would really like some feedback on some of these things. Again, I am working alone, so it's kind of hard to really tell. But, yeah, more reviews coming. I'm going to do a review for a couple movies. Uh, one that just watched The Art of Self-Defense. That's a... It's a doozy of a movie. Um, another one, Ingrid Goes West. Kind of in the same vein as Art of Self-Defense, but to different. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I think we're going to see Bad Boys for Life. Have one for that. Uh, Birds of Prey movie, or as it's called, Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey. I mean, that's just, come on. Anyway, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you have a good day, and don't forget to be a good buddy. Peace.